Welcome to the Yellow Family Podcast with Tom and Michael. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. Tom and Michael back for another Yellow Family, the show that's been working very hard over the past five weeks to make something potentially amazing happen that might not actually happen. That's right, Michael. We've come a long way and we might just get there tonight, except for a few technical blunders and the like. Over the past few weeks, of course, Tom and I have been working on our big project, Project Combi, to see if we can broadcast this show out of your Combi, Tom, which you bought off eBay earlier in the year. Correct, I did. And I guess you could say it's been a long journey with lots of ups, lots of downs. Uh, We've got no idea what the good result's going to be. it's kind of like you buying the combi in the first place. Ups, downs, mainly downs, because yeah. you wasted a lot of money. The bank account's certainly down, I can say that much. Um, staying true to the show tonight, however, we are talking about an episode of The Simpsons, um, one of our all-time favourites, Tom's. It is. Season 11, episode 22, Behind the Laughter. Quite an interesting episode, if I do say so myself. All going down in the next hour. We'll reveal if we're in the combi or not. We'll reveal the progress on everything. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael here. Enjoy. Yellow family with Tom and Michael broadcasting from Tom's front yard here. N- not going to reveal yet how we went with the combi this week. Um, how are you feeling tonight, Tom? It's been a very stressful it's evening. It's been a very stressful day so far. Yeah. A lot of rushing around, a lot of not being sure of what's happening. Lots of not being sure. And one of my least favourite things is to not be sure. I don't like not being sure, which has been the majority of my day. Mum's just run out to the front yard giving us a thumbs up saying we are actually going through, which yeah. is a very... Yeah, this is... It's a big... There's a lot of wires. Range. There's a lot of technology. We will Facebook Live some of this later. We do have a live audience here tonight! Yeah! yeah. There you go. Okay, you can't buy that. There's probably That's about... Some... I can't really... There's probably like 50,000 people rows. around. There's like in the front. Yeah, there's right... You know, we, we didn't do tickets, but it looks like people have come in because it's a free event, but um, it's looking really good. Tom, before we get into the combi-related stuff, I'd just like to do one of our favourite segments on the show, because I did get a ride-in this week. Oh, yeah. So it's a little segment that we like to call in. Hopefully the sweeper works. If you didn't hear that at home, Tom, what's the segment? It's all the ride-ins. We've got one... From family member Lawrence. Family member Lawrence has written in. Great guy, one of our listeners. He's written in, not to us, but to iTunes on Facebook. So the Facebook page for (laughs) iTunes. Tom, what did we what did we reveal? What did we say last week? If you gave us a five star review on iTunes, all right, we're giving a huge giveaway. At Massive the giveaway, one of the biggest radio giveaways. If I, if you do leave us a five star review on iTunes, you do get a signed poster, black it and is white, black and white, A4 out of my printer. Um, we used you we used to, Sharpie. We don't pay for postage. You have to meet us. You deliver it to us. But he's written to face iTunes on Facebook. Hi there, iTunes. I would like to rate the podcast, The Yellow Family, five stars so I can collect from them a signed poster. Thank you. Lawrence, we'll send you out a signed poster. I'm not sure if it counts as a five-star review. It doesn't. Please leave um, the five-star review. <laughs> but uh, we will get there. Onto the combi. It's been a long and winding road. It has. It started about a month ago, I think. Five weeks ago. Five this weeks? This is week six. Of, this is the sixth week of this ordeal that we put ourselves in. Yeah. Um, I might just add the entire live audience is on their phones right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's going That's great. how thrilling we are at the moment. <laughs> The combi is going really well. Now, there, there are a lot of hiccups this week because we are broadcasting from an outside location. Yeah, we are broadcasting from my front yard. Lots of advantages broadcasting from your home. Is there? Toilet breaks whenever you want. Mum's bringing out hot chocolates later on in the show, which will be lovely. We had lunch just uh, dinner 15 minutes ago. We did. Which is very rare for us. Tom, why don't we have a look back on the history of Project Combi? Yep. Let's. Hey guys, Michael here, the guy from the show. 
Over the last few weeks, a lot of people have been working really hard to make this combi episode happen. So we thought we'd take you back to the start to see how it all began. And it all started with me, Tom, the other guy from the show, when I bought a combi off eBay in an auction I never thought I'd win. Thousands of dollars in Columbus later, it ended up in my front yard. Being a run-down old piece of crap, the combi wasn't really doing much. So five episodes into our second season, I had a ludicrous idea. That's right, so without my consent, knowledge, or any input by me, Michael sent the following email to the content coordinator at our radio station. Wondering if it's hypothetically possible to broadcast from a combi van (laughs) for an episode of The Yellow Family. There are a hundred things that you haven't thought about. Tom was right. There were a hundred things that we hadn't thought about. And here's the top ten. How would it work? Where would we do it? The combi has no brakes. The combi has no airbags. The combi has no safety features at all. Tom doesn't drive manual. How would we power the equipment? Are we even allowed to do it? Is it legal? Hamish and Andy did a very similar thing conceptually with their much more successful Caravan of Courage series. But even after all those reasons, at the end of the show, we came to this final verdict. I've emailed the relevant people that can help us make this happen. And I'm thinking for our second last or last show, if we can get this to work, it'd be pretty cool. It might not work. I'm all for it. I love anything combi related. I'm all up for it. (laughs) By week two of the saga, we already saw problems arising when Tom went to the mechanic who told him this about the combi. Get rid of it as soon as you can. But despite all the bad news, we realised we'd already promised the listeners too much, and we were going to have to go through with it whether we liked it or not. Which we did. We feel like we kind of have to do it. Of course we do. We've been We've also... dug ourselves way too far into a hole here. So we continued to dig into week three of Project Combi, where Michael had seemingly given up. And Tom was still waiting to get the combi back from the mechanic. As far as Project Combi goes, I haven't done much because, as I understand, we're just waiting on the combi to come back from the mechanic. Yes, it is still the mechanic. I should have it back in the driveway by the end of the week. Tom was lying. So that week we decided to focus our efforts on our other hobbies, such as covering Year 3000 by Busted, objectively the best song ever written. I took a trip to the Year 3000. This song had gone multi-platinum. Ah, what a detour. And after that shameless time-wasting, by week four we were nowhere near achieving our goal and decided to start backpedalling, planting seeds of disappointment and how we could get away with not going ahead with Project Combi. On December 5th, something involving the Combi might happen, or we'll just completely ignore that we ever set out about doing it. Things were looking grim for Project Combi, and one week out, this is all we had to say. We have no idea what's going to happen next week. No. Um, Is the Combi at your house? No, it is not. So it was a few days before the show and Tom still hadn't gotten the combi back from the mechanic. So I gave him a call to make sure he had gone to get it. Hey, how are you? Yeah, how about you? Good. Did you get the combi today? No. Are you serious? I missed the call and you now missed- they're not open. And with that, it seemed all our hard work, planning and effort hadn't been enough. We were sad. The mechanic was closed, so we couldn't get the combi in time. But then, in a remarkable turn of events, Matt the mechanic gave Tom a call this morning, telling him it was all ready to pick up, so now we're broadcasting live from Tom's combi. Just like King Simba in The Lion King 2 returned to Pride Rock, the combi has returned. That's right, it's good to be here. It is fantastic it's to be here. It's amazing. It was a 
very eventful day. The combi is here. We're going to talk in depth about it now, but Tom, I might just say it's, a, it's absolutely amazing to be sitting here between one of my best friends um, and broadcasting live from his combi. What, yeah, I've never thought this would happen when I first bought a combi. I thought many things would happen. Um, Mainly just this. driving it around, right? Yeah, that still is yet to happen, but this is, this is huge. This is pretty amazing, and I think this is breaking a lot of new ground for the radio station as well, and so many people are helping us out <laughs> with this. No, no, it is, and so many people have helped us. Um, all of the staff at SIN, our radio station, have helped us so much working with this, particularly Harry, the IT guy, and Lindsay. Huge who on his account. And Lindsay, who has just worked tirelessly to make this happen. So if she is listening, which I don't know if she will be, but if she is listening, thank you so much Cannot for all your you help. Um, you, When we came to you and said, can we do a show from a combi, you didn't say no, which most <laughs> people would. So thank you so much. Um, Tom, let's talk about the combi for a bit. All right, um... What do you want to know? Why did you Why did you get this hunk of junk, which yeah. has finally reached a drivable status? <laughs> it has reached a drivable status. It's yet it's not safe to drive, in a way the mechanic has said, but it moves. It has. It got here. It rolled up the driveway at around. It was an hour and a half to go. Now let's talk about our day and our past few weeks because we did. We started this about four or five weeks ago, um, where the the combi's been at the mechanic for all that time. It has. Um, I was doing. I wouldn't say regular checks. I wasn't. I talked to him every so often, saying, "Hey, how's it going?" He said, "Good." I said, "Thanks." Yeah. It'll be done by the end of the week is something yeah. we heard a lot, which, uh, like, all credit to the mechanic. He's done a fantastic job, but it, we, were, we were really doubtful about this for a long time. In fact, a few weeks ago, I was saying to Lindsay, who was helping us with this, um, I think we should call it off. Just scrap it. You and Lindsay were both... Effort. Yeah, you and Lindsay were both really confident about doing this and going ahead with it. I wasn't. You were freaking out a lot during the process. Um, I was quietly hopeful up until very quietly about an hour ago i was starting to freak out when the combi wasn't here we had a lot of problems with the audio because what happened was like friday night you told me we were going to go pick up the combi that didn't happen for a number of reasons you were busy (laughs) i had work i went out after that's a completely different story (laughs) the weekend the mechanics was closed we couldn't get it then no we looked at it over the fence it was behind barbed wire so yeah. technically not allowed to trespass and go get Very it. Very technically, but we are men of the law, so we weren't going to, you know, go against that. And m- today rolled on, and I, I remember saying to you, I think yesterday, Sunday, um, at work, and I said, are we going to get the combi tomorrow? Because I was, ge- I wanted to fold a week ago. You convinced me to keep going. I did. Um, big thing about me, I'll normally say anything if it makes the other person happy. I'm so very aware you, of that after this entire ordeal. When you said, "Is are we 100% going to have the combi by Monday morning I said yeah sure man of course we are (laughs) what could go wrong yeah and like the thing about that is it ended up hindering the process a bit but that's it I went to sin this morning you had work or you had no you went to the mechanic this morning I did he said woke up very early 8.30 what did he tell you he said um it's not ready uh I, I personally asked would I be able to drive it back to my house which is just around the block quick two minute drive no longer he said definitely not, it's not safe for you. Also, you don't know how to drive manual, it won't work out well for you. As things, um, things were looking really grim at that point. Yeah, so he had ordered the final part. It was a, apparently a steering shaft with, had broken. And I said to you, stuff the steering shaft. Stuff it. No, how not important Not in those words, be? I used a different word. <laughs> a very rude word. 
Oh, the Hallelujah Chorus has just started playing on my computer for some reason. No one, no one in the live audience can hear that. Okay, bit of a detour. Go on. No, so the steering shaft, it was supposed to come either today, around 4 o'clock, or tomorrow. So basically we left this to the very, very, very last minute. Like, yeah. we're not even joking. We were so unsure that this was going ahead. About two hours ago, I picked up all the equipment from Sin, the radio station, and I brought it to your house. We started setting it up. Just on the front porch. We went through three or four laptops. None of them were doing what we needed to do. We found a really old laptop and started working. Terribly old. Lots of static sound, which I'm sure there's still a bit of, but believe me, it was about 50 times worse during the yep. day. Hopefully we're just to the best of our ability. Yeah. Hopefully it's not sounding too awful. And then then the combi still wasn't here. And then yeah, I that's was... that's a big part of our show. I think, yeah, the big part of the combi spectacular was the combi. I remember saying to you, maybe... I said to your mum, Carol, who's in the audience, <laughs> Carol, give us a shout-out. I don't know if you could hear that, but she said hi to us. Um, Carol said... I said to Carol, maybe we can do it without the combi just on the front porch and make a joke out of that. Yeah, which we definitely could have. We could have done that. It wouldn't... But it would have been unfaithful to our audience and dishonest. There would have been lots of hate mail, which we hate getting. We hate hate mail. <laughs> but but then, all of a sudden, Tom, you sort of disappeared. I did. It... I ran outside. I saw a beautiful yellow dot in the distance coming up the road. Um, you could hear it coming from a while away. You could smell it coming. Yeah. It's uh, the smell of petrol and success. <laughs> <laughs> and then, all of a sudden, the the... The combi was in the driveway, and we had worked it all out. And honestly, this took several hours to do. Um, we're very, very happy to be here in the combi. We, I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, have no idea how we achieved this. No, we're here somehow. Because it looks amazing. I was on the phone to Lindsay as well, saying, I don't think this is <laughs> going to happen. I think we've let everyone down, and we're not going to be able to do this. And so many people have worked so hard to get all this stuff for us. Um, but yeah, here we are. We're here. Um... We're having a great time. Everyone who's come, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Applause. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's the Yellow Family's Combi Spectacular with Tom and Michael. Send me on my way from Rusted Root. It's all road trip music tonight, Tom. Yeah, because we're, we're in the, the combi. combi. You have oh. to have a road trip in the combi. It's the Yellow Family's Combi Spectacular tonight on Sin 90.7, broadcasting from Tom's front yard. It somehow happened. We are still talking about The Simpsons, though. We haven't completely abandoned our roots. Can you believe we've pulled this off, though? No. Well, we've had a, no. we, we will do The Simpsons. Talking behind the laughter this week, one of our favourite episodes, Tom, and we are going to do it quite quickly because there's a lot of combi content we want to cover, but it, we did want want to finish the show... Um, we didn't want to finish the show without doing this episode because we love it so much. Yeah, fantastic episode. Might as well run you through some fun facts about it. And uh, we always do that in a little segment that we like to call... Because he's the facts man! Yeah, Tom's the facts man! Tom's basic episode facts. Really boring, but also necessary. It's Tom's basic episode facts. Um... Tom, Behind the Laughter, great episode. Kick us off. What's this one all about? It uh, first aired May 21st in two, the year 2000. The Simpsons family are pretty much portrayed as actors in a sitcom, a parody of Behind the Music, plot pitched by Tim Long, who helped out with the writing of the script, along with George Meyer, Mike Scully, and Matt Selman. episode was a drastic change for the series, something completely different, unlike what they had done before. It took a long time for the writers to kind of figure out how they were going to frame the episode. Jim Forbes, the actually original narrator of Behind the Music, which was parodied off 
was brought in to narrate for the episode. Just some context as well. Behind the Music was basically like a, a documentary music kind of show where they, they looked at some of the trials and tribulations of famous artists. Yep. Like, yeah, definitely. Uh, promotional posters were actually used in this episode, were actual, actual posters used in the early 90s. For many of the writers, they've said this episode was one of the oddest they've ever worked on, just because it's so out there, it's a non-linear storyline. Uh, despite this, the episode has received critical acclaim, many people viewing it as the highlight of the season and of the series itself. My favourite episode of all time. It's it's genius. It is it's It satirises The Simpsons in so many ways. It does. I originally had this episode confused with... Uh, the other episode, 138th episode, Spectacular. Which is similar in vain. Yeah, it had, that was the one with Troy McClure, um, who hosted similar kind of talk show yeah. host. But that was more questions. of a clip show. Whereas yeah. this is less of that, and but still a tribute to The Simpsons, I think, in a lot. Um, and like, just a shout out to the audience. Who liked this episode? Give us a yell. Yeah. Who hated it? Yeah. <laughs> Not far, half half. <laughs> who keeps saying that? <laughs> But, Tom, like, we're, we're squishing it all in. You've got another fact here for us? Yeah, I do. In the everlasting quest to find out where the Springfield location actually is in the United States, there's a qu- very quick reference in this episode at the end where it says the Simpsons are a northern Kentucky family. Uh, there is, in fact, a Springfield in Kentucky with a Shelbyville in- to the north and a Hogdenville, similar to Ogdenville, slightly to the west. However, there is no North Haverbrook. Guys, if you think Tom's facts are fun, say yeah! yeah. See, it's proven time and time again, they are fun. They're if not just interesting. If you think they were boring, say boo! Who keeps saying that? Were they saying boo <laughs> or boo ends there? <laughs> Thank you to the one person in the audience who got the reference. <laughs> you can really tell. Tom, who, you usually do, do your research very well, but I learnt through my research, countering your fact that in in further reruns of this episode, they re-recorded North Kentucky and replaced it with different areas. They did. So, they did. I yeah. wanted to make it sound interesting, but yeah. now you've undermined me once again. I think what this episode does <laughs> so well is it pokes fun at the success of the show and its popularity and what it is. It's yeah, it's so, making fun of itself. Yeah, it's so tongue-in-cheek. It's it's a mockumentary-style thing, and that's one of my favourite styles of television, personally. Like, you see this a lot with, like... Chris um, Lilly. Yeah, The Office, Modern Family, like, where the characters get an opportunity to, like, directly communicate with the audience because they're speaking to them. Yeah, it's got the each member of the family pretty much talking to the camera. And, and in, like, little, like, confessional kind of style interviews. Yeah. so Lisa's... Like, it answers a lot of questions fans have about The Simpsons. Like, um, why they always stay the same height, or why they never age. Yeah, Lisa explains, you know, in a, in a like, expose that she was given anti-growth hormones to stunt her ageing, so the show's longevity yep. could continue. Like, it's all, it's very meta and tongue-in-cheek, which is what's so good about it. Yeah, they do it in a nice way. It's like a clip show-esque kind of episode. Being clip show generally loathed by the audience. Yeah, really like audiences typically hate clip show episodes, but this was done in such a good way. Like it explains Homer always getting you know more and more violent and hurtful situations physically. Yeah. that he got an addiction to painkillers after he fell down Springfield Gorge, which was never supposed to happen in the yeah, original. Yeah, was script. originally supposed to jump the gorge, but he stayed up all night paying men to kiss. Yeah, um, which you do when you're famous and rich. And it, it's it, I like the way they they poke fun of it like that. Like they treat it as if they're real actors and there's a real script and, and all of those yeah. kind of things. It Bart was actually supposed to make the jump. Yeah. And it was Homer was never supposed to fall down it. And then you see the aftermath of Homer falling down the gorge where he goes through rehabilitation 
and gets addicted to painkillers. I love the side plot how Bart goes off the rails and starts attacking people and, you know, quits the show. <laughs> goes crazy on because it mirrors like airline flight. every child star ever. Yeah, definitely. Like, every single child star goes through that, and, and the family have issues with money, and there's an amazing scene at the Thanksgiving dinner where Grandpa's being interviewed, and he says, they even brought their lawyers to Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. And then Homer How, goes, how's everybody been? You don't have to answer that. Yeah, and then, you know, the whole family's at the table with their lawyers, and then Grandpa and Maggie are on the baby table yeah. <laughs> and on the side. And then Homer goes, it was the best Thanksgiving ever. I mean, emotionally, it was terrible, but the turkey was, was so, so moist. moist. And then, yeah, Just like... a visual cringe from the audience when you say the word moist. <laughs> other characters like Chief Wiggum portrayed as actors as well with that great quote about, I even got my own catchphrase. Wah, 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 wah. No, I lost it. I've never acted before, but if the sea captain could do it... I think a really good opportunity for the writers to poke fun of themselves and the show and the shortcomings of the show and the criticisms at that point, because this is the end of season 11, the latest episode we've reviewed. Yeah, and it's got that... There's a perfect line where they say, like, when it was going downhill because of all these family problems. Yeah, the principal and the palpa, where Principal Skinner is Armin Tanzarian, and fans hated that. (laughs) And in this episode, they talk about how the Simpsons turned to ridiculous potlines and celebrity guests and and that kind of thing. their ratings. Yeah, and and Jim Forbes' narration is hilarious. Like, you know, he says stuff like, The dream for the Simpsons was over. Coming up next, was the dream really over? Yes, it was. Or was it? And then there's really, like, li- really stupid metaphors, like the figurative storm clouds and, and that kind of thing. Like, lots of meta stuff. The title sequence has scandals, lies, and then it's just Millhouse. Millhouse. <laughs> it's really good. I love, actually, in this episode, it's actually brought up how... It's the first time it's actually been brought up that Homer actually is strangling Bart is a form of child abuse. And that form of child abuse became one of our most beloved gags. Really, really good there. <laughs> and obviously, like... Because of the nature of this episode, a lot of fans of the Golden Age era of The Simpsons cite this as being the unofficial series finale. Yeah. Um, because Al Jean also went out to say that this one, this ep- one episode would probably be the best way to finish yeah. The Simpsons. And it was, the, it was completely non-canon. It breaks the fourth wall, answers all these unanswered questions, which I think was a really good way. And it was the last episode of season 11 as well. Yeah. So, a lot of people think this was the last kind of great episode of The Simpsons, and a lot of people really like it for what it was, but some people were really against it because it broke the conventions in that way. Yeah, no, I love it. There's so many good gags in this episode. Yeah. It's Can't re- go wrong with it. It's really intimidating doing a radio show in front yeah, of a live audience, so we're going to go to a song <laughs> now. But stay tuned, because we're counting down our top three and so much more content to come straight after this. It's the Yellow Family's Combi Spectacular. We are broadcasting live from a combi in Tom's front yard. The Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Stay tuned. The Proclaimers, 500 Miles. One of the best road trip songs. We are scrambling a bit because we're trying to f- we're trying to film videos during the song breaks. It's getting dark. We scramble into position. It's very hard. Harry, Harry in the audience, come up here, Harry. You're trying to tell me something. You're trying to gesture something. Speak, speak to the... I'm just trying to tell you to cross-promote. Talk about Facebook and the fact that it's on Facebook Live right now. God, he's smart. Facebook.com forward slash The Yellow Family. Hey, that's our marketing new marketing manager. One of our friends from school who's come down here. There yeah. is a lot of good content Lots on there. Of, some of our best content ever. Tom, it wouldn't be our The Yellow Family if we didn't have the next segment. One of the best segments on the show. Without a doubt. Gives us just a bit of ability to just do some more freestyle stuff. <laughs> freestyle rapping <laughs> in the break. It's a little segment that... We like to call. And darling, I will be counting down 
moments from this week's episode. That's right, if Tom puts the mics on on time, which he didn't. It's the top three countdown where we count down the top moments from behind the laughter. We realise, like, the live audience can't hear any of the sweepers or sound effects. No, so no, they can't. We're it gonna makes p- it very weird. We'll play them for the people at home, and while they're playing, I'll say them with the mics off so everyone here can hear them. You'll maybe. sing along, yes. Yeah. All right, well, should we dive into the honourable mentions? Let's get going. Let's. The Simpsons, as you've never seen them before, on Behind the Laughter. They told us what to wear, how to dress, which clothes we should put on. Then we figured out we could park them in front of the TV. That's how I was raised, and I turned out TV. I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Every day I thought about firing Marge. You know, just to shake things up. Fortunately, I had a network connection. The man who cut my hair was also president of Fox. And that horrible act of child abuse became one of our most beloved running gags. We were using $50 bills as toilet paper, and toilet paper as dog toilet paper. We found a secret room that was filled to the ceiling with parachute pants. I'm wearing some now. And the award for best hardcore thrash metal goes to... Simpsons Christmas. I want to set the record straight. I thought the cop was a prostitute. Oh, Homer was spending money like a teenage Arab. <laughs> he bought me a Rolex and uh, cashmere jeans. I felt kind of guilty because I was always trying to squall with his wife. <laughs> so when do we start filming? Dad, I want to go to bed. Aren't there child labor laws? Who told you about those laws? While he was in rehab, the part of Bart Simpson was played by his good friend, Richie Rich. Fans reacted to these slapdash episodes with yawns. <sighs> Angry yawns. <gasps> Coming up, was the dream really over? Yes, it was. Or was it? So, whether choking their son or poking some fun, the Simpsons will keep on gagging for years to come. This will be the last season. Next week on Behind the Laughter, Huckleberry Hound. I was so gay, but I couldn't tell anyone. Those are the honourable mentions from Behind the Laughter. We were saying them all. We were trying to keep up. I don't... How was the... us? Oh, sorry, <laughs> so... Daniel, come up here. Guess... Guess Daniel. We've got guest Daniel. He's come down doing from the some 33rd row back. Doing. <laughs> thanks for coming all the way up, mate. What did you have to say about that? No, the spot-ons were... The, the impressions were spot-on. There you go, guys. Back to your seat, please, Daniel. Thanks for Not coming, mate. Words. Take a free poster. Words of a fan. Take a signed poster. We've got signed posters for the, all the guests here tonight. Um, plus... Not t- here. You have to go and collect them from Michael's house. Yeah, come um, over to my house after <laughs> for the after party. Tom, any standouts there for you? Oh, so many. I loved all the... Just the ones about, was the dream really over? Yeah, yes. the narration. Or but was it? it? I love how Bart gets replaced by Richie Rich, and it's like, <laughs> don't have a cow, mother. Huckleberry Hound, I was so gay, but I couldn't tell anyone. <laughs> it's just like, it really like makes the universe like feel like there is an episode next week of this behind yeah. the laughter kind of thing. Really good, but as always, it's not about the honourable mentions. No, we've got to go into the more memorable moments of the film, The really. top three. But before we do that, Tom's sister's just come out with a bowl of dinner. Thanks for thanks for being here. We can't, can hardly see you all those rows back, but let's <laughs> jump into number three now. Number three. Even Bart was throwing dough around. He paid me and Carl a thousand bucks to kiss each other. Hey, did we ever get that money? The script originally called for me to jump the gorge, but I'd been up all night paying people to kiss, so Dad volunteered to do the stunt. Bit of a two-parter there, that um, basically Lenny and Carl talk about how Bart paid them to kiss, and then Bart talks about how he was up all night paying people to kiss later in the episode, and it's a really good continuity there. Um, I really like that. Thoughts? Yeah, 
No, brilliant. Just the fact that Lenny and Carl forgot completely about the money. Yeah, the thousand dollars they were supposed to get. That they didn't get the money. Let's do number two. <laughs> yeah. Number two. In that family, nobody trusted nobody. They even brought their lawyers to Thanksgiving dinner. It was the best Thanksgiving ever. I mean, emotionally, it was terrible. But the turkey was so moist. That's number two. Tom was trying to tell me something during that. What were you trying to say? I was was checking to see if your mic was on. It's a very awkward system to turn the mics on. We've got the panel here. Just so everyone can envision it at home, we're just... We're sitting at... You can see it on the Facebook Lives, and we'll put some photos up, but we're sitting, like... In the front of the combi. No, on the We're side of the combi the middle door. section of the combi. It yeah. has a sliding door just for easy access. We'll do um, a tour of the inside on Facebook Live after this. Yep, But definitely. Tom has to basically rotate his body 90 degrees to the left to get to the panel, the portable panel, to turn the mics on and off. It's quite difficult. Um, and I think the live audience can see we're very we're struggling <laughs> with it a lot. Normally um, in the studio, Michael's in charge of all the panels. Yeah. Um, he normally does a lot of work to mix up the volumes. We're yeah. just not even bothering with the volumes today. Oh, and I al- it off and on. We also should, before we do number one, we got a shout out to Jack and Jack and possibly Mitch, if he's there, from The Hoist, who stuck around for this hour. Thank you, boys. To help us out on the studio end of this broadcast. So they're monitoring it all from the studio. So many layers to this broadcast. Massive thank you for them t- for doing that. Let's go on to number one. Here it is. Number one. I've never acted before in my life, but uh, if the sea captain could be in the show, why not me? I've even got a catchphrase. Yeah. Now I lost it. <laughs> I, I accidentally played the song there, so I started... Mark got distracted. Lots it's of, his mum just entered the... Lots of technical <laughs> difficulties here, so I accidentally played the song. Mitch, who I said might be in the studio, is in the studio. It Sorry about is. that, Mitch. Mitch, Jack. Thank you and, very much, Mitch. And apparently Jack is not there, but that was the, the number one where Chief Wiggum says, I even got my own catchphrase. Wah, wah. Me and you quote no. that a lot, Tom. <laughs> we quote that all the time. All the time. Great, great quote. Let us know your top three moments from behind the laughter by messaging us in at facebook.com slash the yellow family or Twitter at the yellow family. Or let us know your top three moments from the yellow family seasons one or two by doing the same thing. Or if you've got nothing to do, you can head around to my house and let us know personally. And the address there, Tom? It is. Don't say it on air. Let's go to a song now, which I think you already know what it is because I just accidentally played it. It's the yellow family's combi spectacular broadcasting live from the combi, Tom. Can you believe it? No. Still not, as I sit in it. I guess that's it. The Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. We're back. We are here. We're far too busy. Bit of a delay because... hot chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Tom's mum brings out hot chocolate. My mum comes out. She's got... Here, have the... This is rice... It looks like rice bubble chocolate. Another Um, one of the brilliant perks of just working from home. Getting far, far too (laughs) distracted here. And... Look, we're nearly at the end of the show, and I don't know... We've it well, actually, for something we were very scared about doing. We have had a few write-ins. Family member Chris wrote in via Snapchat. He said, get around them. It was a picture of 90.7 sin on his radio. Family member Steph's written in. She says, you missed the best moment when they used the magnet to repossess Homer's (laughs) nipple ring. I love... Because Homer, the Simpsons, instead of living at their house on Evergreen Terrace, they decide to move into MC Hammer's house. And he changes it to Homer time instead of Hammer time. instead of Hammer time. And he pretty much takes on Hammer's... MC Hammer's whole persona. Yeah. Has medals medallions around his neck. Absolutely. Family member Lindsay's also written in. She says, because we're playing road trip songs, can you play the Vanessa Carlton song It's a Banger, as in A Thousand Miles? Sorry, Lindsay, we choose the playlist before the show. We're not (laughs) going to be able to play it. 
Into the last ten minutes of the second last episode of The Yellow Family, Tom. I'm feeling really sad. I know, it's coming to an end. Um, hopefully there'll be more stuff we can do together. If not, it's been good. I've been thinking about just leaving forever, <laughs> leaving Melbourne. I think I've accomplished everything I needed to Pursuing accomplish. our own solo careers. Uh, I thought I'd put the question to all the live audience. So, come and line up. Come and line up. Everyone line up. Get off of your chairs. Maybe just two or three of you. The mums don't need to come. And I thought I'd ask, and then Tom and I will answer as well. What's been your favourite part of the Yellow Family? Uh, this is from Harry. Uh, um, uh, uh, definitely the, the part where it sounds like Harry and Andy. Uh, it just says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> Alright, next up. Sophie, what's been your favourite part about the Yellow Family all these weeks? 21 weeks. This is really convenient because I'm actually eating chocolate, but the, oh, nothing gets chocolate out. <laughs> One brilliant, of our great moments. Brilliant quote. I love Lisa, which we did with uh, Julia Sansoni, friend of the show, family member Julia. Thanks for being here. We've got Steph here at this the end a, of the combi. A different Steph, Tom's girlfriend, Steph. Let's see what she has to say. Uh, it's just been a real pleasure being able to listen to you two boys banter with each other every single Monday night while I'm trying to eat dinner with my entire family. It's been great. We avoid the word banter on the show. <laughs> but thank, thank you, Steph. Tom, what's been your favourite part of the show, mate? Probably just, you know, every Monday, getting together with my best friend and just talking about something we both really enjoy. Well, mine's completely different to that. Um, <laughs> this is a story we never actually told, and it happened a few, few months ago, which you might remember. Okay. The guy who used to do his show after us, his name was Milo, and you might know oh, yeah. him. He might be listening tonight. I have no idea. He had idea. a music show. He... Great guy. Really yeah. great guy. We used to chat to him a bit in the crossover. He did a music show, as you said, where he'd interview a different artist every week. Is this still about your best moment from the show? Yeah, this, the... is, this is okay. my favourite moment from the show <laughs> and Milo's show, I guess. And one week... Me and Tom are packing up after another successful show. We'd had a great time. You only get... Because we, we were running a bit tight on time, you only get about two minutes. Yeah, you get between, two minutes cross you got to pack all your stuff up, get out of the studio, they have to set up. And we constantly scramble in this. I always leave something behind. Every well, week I leave my charger, my something behind. My charger sometimes. Yeah, Tom's charger. It's, <laughs> it's awful. We're very disorganised. So... Here we are packing up, trying to scramble out. And as I said, Milo has a guest in studio every week. Usually, like, from a... Like, a quite an underground band. Like, sometimes that we've heard of, something that we haven't. But, like, really, really yeah, good. Great show. It was called Chronicles. Check it out. I'm sure he podcasts it. Um, one week, it was the last episode of season one. We're packing up, and I look into the corner of the room. And do you remember this, Tom? Oh, I do. Yeah, you were talking to Milo at the time. You yeah. weren't really looking. You were just packing up talking to Milo, saying, hey, uh, how's this show going? Yeah. All of a sudden, I look into the corner of the room. Courtney Barnett standing there. The Courtney Barnett. And I just sort of go into lockdown mode, because I'm you, a fan. You paused. I paused. You didn't know what was happening. And I looked at her, and do you remember what I said? <laughs> no. What? I just looked at her and I said, are you Courtney Barnett? <laughs> you did. And, and, she said, so and she said to me, yes, I am. Yep. <laughs> and I said, cool. Cool. <laughs> And then I left. <laughs> <laughs> no photos, signed pictures. Well, I think nothing. I think Hayden, who was on our family member Hayden, who was the guest on the show, he then did, got a photo yeah. with her, and we were me and Tom were too panicked to do anything <laughs> about it. But like, she's quite a well-known artist. She is, and she was just in our presence, and she knew about our show. And that was my favourite moment from the show. She didn't know about her show. We told her about her show. No, she she did. Milo told her about it, so she already knew about it. So you clearly didn't talk to her. Pretty much a celebrity endorsement. Pretty much. So Courtney Barnett likes our show. (laughs) There you go, guys. Tom, but no, we we have one episode left next week. Um, It's quite sad to be wrapping up, but we are, you know, we're, we're... 
planning some other stuff. Hopefully we can do it, but we'll talk more about that next year. Next next year? No, not next year. Next week. We'll go to a song now, and then we'll wrap up the Combi Spectacular straight after this. It's the Yellow Family broadcasting straight from Tom's Combi. The Yellow Family's Combi Spectacular with Tom and Michael and a live audience. Lots of cheers there from the thousands of people Rowing here tonight. by the minute. I know, and we have had a few ride-ins again. Um, we Thanks have for everyone who's listening. One from, two from Max. Max, family member Max says, Massive congrats to you guys on getting this up and running. Listen to the second half, and safe to say this is worth a five-star iTunes review. Any requests for what should go in the review? No, just be creative and, and be honest and be yourself as well. Always be yourself, guys. <laughs> Another one, he says, trying to listen Inspirational to... Inspirational as always. <laughs> trying to listen to the Yellow Family online while watching the Facebook live vids and my internet's letting me do neither, so I'm tweeting instead. Family member Julia says, exciting. Uh, family member San says, I want to believe. Well, believe, San, because we've done it. Family member <laughs> family member Anthony says, a swear word. And he <laughs> says, loving this so much. Honestly, so glad you guys were able to get this done. Also, I want to shout out, too, because I'm feeling left out. We only have about two minutes left to broadcast here. Tom, beep the horn just to prove that we're in the comedy. We are here. This is the sound of a fully functioning safe horn. There that's you go. Gonna, that's going to scare away anyone. Very quickly, because we only have a couple minutes and this is going to expire, so we want to do special thanks. Massive thanks to Jack, Mitch, and Jack from The Hoist, who stayed in the studio for another hour to get this um, broadcast so up and much, running. Guys. Huge thanks to Harry and the staff at Sin, who helped us with this. And a massive thanks to um, family member Lindsay, who went above and beyond from us, and she's the content developer, and she's constantly supported this show, and she's constantly supported our content. She has. Um, and she Huge let this happen. To Lindsay. Very, very Happy quickly, birthday Tom. as well, Lindsay. Thank you. No, thank you so much <laughs> to Lindsay there. Um, Tom, the 411 to next week. This Here segues nicely. Next week, tune in for our last ever episode of The Yellow Family, where we'll be talking about a millhouse divided with, very nicely linked in, a very special guest, Lindsay Green, who we were talking about before. She's the content coordinate developer. At the radio station, big help on this show. And that is about all we've got time for on the show tonight. Thank you to our live audience here. Thank you to Matt, the mechanic, for helping us out. Thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you to Sin for letting us do this (laughs) stupid show that just gets dumber every week and the ideas just get dumber. Leave us a review on iTunes if you like the show. Five stars will do it and we'll send you out a free signed poster. A4, black and white, with both of our signatures and maybe one if one of us forgets. Frame it if you want. Write us in, facebook.com slash the yellow family, Twitter at the yellow family. All the videos up. One last episode next week. It's going to be a great one. Back to basics, back to the studio. This is the biggest thing we do, so don't expect too much <laughs> next week. Thank you so much for listening tonight, guys. Have a great night. See ya.